Hey y'all, this is another episode of Socializing with Sune. It's your host, Charisma Sune. Um, So this isn't like a regular podcast, at least not this one. This is more so like a speech. I waited a while to put it out. I don't know why, I guess. um, What's that word? You know the word where you basically, um, you just push everything back. Procrastinate. (laughs) I've been procrastinating when I wanted to put this out because I've had this in my little files for, well, since I would say like around June, January. What am I talking about? January. So let's start it off. This topic is surrounded by police brutality, victims of racial profiling, and victims of racism, a.k.a. black people. I have a question. How are we to rest in peace when we have nine? Rest in peace, or should I say rest in power? So, let me ask again. How are we to rest in peace when we have nine? Rest in power, but lived powerless. We go outside every day and are blessed to return back to our homes. Breonna Taylor. Not even blessed, honestly, because in our homes, our sanctuary, are supposed to be sacred grounds, we still become victims of hate. When will we get tired? When will we decide that we are done with saying rest in power and fuck peace? It's so normal for us to see innocent black people slain by the hands of someone who's supposed to protect us or murdered because our pigmentation poses a threat to someone who lacks their own melanin. Walking outside every day is a gamble with your life. And if you listen to this, and you aren't black, you won't understand. You can't understand. You may see us and acknowledge that the world isn't on our side, obviously, but you can't walk the walk, and I'm sure you wouldn't want to. Hell, I don't. Not saying I don't love being black, because I do. Every fiber of my being is black. I love my people, but our struggle is way more than being in the hood. Our struggle, whether we rich or poor, is skin color. Red bone, caramel, dark chocolate, and even vanilla swirl. We are walking targets for someone who just didn't feel well that morning. We don't walk around carrying fear on our backs, but we damn sure feel it even if we don't recognize it. This topic is talked about every day. We march, we rally, we live, and we still come back to the same damn thing. Another black person found dead, shot and killed, mysteriously lynched, stabbed, kidnapped. All in all, we still don't get what we deserve. We don't get our justice. We treat it like nobodies, like shit, to be honest. They mimic us. They take what is ours and make it their own and can't even add a little bit of juice to it. No sauce. And that's what makes it even more embarrassing. It's really disgusting, to be honest. It's the epitome of they hate us because they ain't us. Why can't we see that? And you want to know something I hate as well? Well, hate is a strong word, but fuck it, I hate it. I hate the fact that they try to make black-on-black crime a thing. If they don't kill each other, then maybe the police won't have to. No, bitch. That's not how it goes. White people kill white people, hell. White people go into schools and shoot up the whole fucking school. 
and it's brushed off with Timmy not being mentally stable or he had a lot going on at home. Let a nigga do that. Honestly, we all know what will happen. He won't even be able to walk outside to take his last deep breath before they light up his body playing target practice. You know what I realized? White kids can shoot up a school, right? Black kids shoot outside the school and we still get killed. Granted, nobody should be shooting each other. But damn, the coincidence, right? White shoot inside the school. Blacks shoot outside the school. And we still get shot or have an extensive amount of years taken away from us. Because the justice is getting another thug off the street, right? That's something. But back to the main point. Black-on-black crime is not a thing. Like white-on-white crime isn't a thing. Latino-on-Latino crime isn't a thing. Indian-on-Indian crime isn't a thing. It's not a fucking thing. But when we decide to speak up about it, it's a rebuttal that starts off with, well, black-on-black crime, so automatically Black Lives Matter should sit every discussion out. Or black lives don't matter because all lives matter. White people can acknowledge the fact that they do what's so fucking wrong. We supposed to shut up and stay put. Because when we march, we can't even march peacefully. 2020 George Floyd was killed and goddamn I just thought we had enough. But of course, a cracker did what a cracker does. They come and they pretend like they're for us. And yet we're the initiators of the whole looting situation. They find a way to manipulate everything. Them entitled beings went to the Capitol, stormed it, raided it, disrespected it. And ain't nobody get motherfucking shot and killed. Well, I guess there was like one person, but y'all get my point. Either or, if it was black people, I'm sure they would have shot up everybody. But that's some bullshit either way. You know something else? The only thing that we could do is ignore half of the shit that's going on because thinking on it too long only infuriates you. It's overwhelming. It's tiring. The fact that my grandma was alive during integration and had to sit in MacArthur High School and deal with bullshit as integration is infuriating. The fact that her dad was a slave is infuriating. The fact that my great-grandfather Hardiman could tell me about his massa, that is infuriating. The fact that my grandfather had to fight in a war that he didn't want to fight in is infuriating. The real pain is that these motherfuckers act like this shit didn't just happen. They act like... 80 years ago wasn't a long time, and it's not even 80 years ago. This shit's still happening today. It's just a different form. When are we going to get tired? We can't march in peace or peacefully protest no more. Thanks to Dr. Martin Luther King, he tried that approach. But what they won't say is when he really started to see the fucking dream. That as blacks, we don't need to be integrated. But maybe it's best to keep us segregated. Shit. Malcolm had the plan. He just didn't have the opportunity to live long enough and execute it. We don't try everything except violence. My nigga, fuck peace. The scariest thing is I have beautiful black parents, two beautiful black brothers, and one beautiful black sister. It's scary when I have to get a notification on my phone to see that my people's left home, thanks to tracking on our smartphones. Or that me not being in the same state with my sister is triggering, because I know if nobody got her back, I got it to die for her and lay down my life for her. But still, that's not enough. Because why do I have to feel like I gotta die because at any given moment, that sweet, bubbly personality won't even be taken into account. 
They won't even think that she's such a sweet, beautiful soul. But since she's a black girl with a shaved bald head, she's questionable. I have a brother with free locks, 6'2". He's a big boy, yet he's the most gentle soul in the world. But because he isn't as talkative, or he's not the type to jump up and have a conversation, but more so he's the type that if he feels your vibe is wrong or rubs him the wrong way, he'll match you with whatever energy you bring on. And if you do that with the wrong person, he can get killed. I have a baby brother who is 18, a muscle head, a fucking clown, literally a jokester. He takes nothing serious. But what if in one moment he doesn't take the right person serious, that they will seriously fucking kill him? Because maybe his jokes went a little bit too far and they couldn't take it. Maybe they wanted to find out to see if he had hands to match his mouth and that boy actually has hands and he could take a punch but they couldn't take his. They'll shoot him. And my dad, my literal Superman, the most humble and honest spirit I've ever encountered, the man with the salt and pepper beard, tattoos, even glasses that barely lets you see his eyes. His whole look is intimidating. How are you intimidating with glasses? I don't know. But they disrespect him on a day where his patience is a little bit more thin than normal. They They disrespect him, not knowing that he's a brilliant mind, quick to teach someone something at any moment, and willing to give his honest opinion, just to make you feel better, because he knows that everybody ain't fucking honest. He's the person to be honest with anyone. Words coming from the heart. My dad is such a strong-willed man. He's such a man's man that if you pull a gun, you'd have to shoot it. Because if he pulled his, he'll shoot it. He can become a victim of self-defense by truly defending himself. But the justice system will paint him out to be such a horrible person like it's done before. And my beautiful black queen of a mother. My dad's red bone. A beautiful bright woman with gold teeth. And a unique sweet voice that can be taken as too kind and too sweet. A woman who has raised kids as her own and loved us like she pushed us out herself. A woman who lives every day for us, who's been hurt more than she can account for, but still loves as hard as she can love. That maybe one day a motherfucker could feel like they could check her, not knowing she's not the fucking one to be checked. That her retaliation to disrespect will top anything. What if the one time one of us aren't around to stand for her, even though sis can hold her own? Shit. What about me? What the fuck can happen to me? You better believe that every black person has gone through this similar variable of scenarios for their loved ones. A thought process of what ifs. No matter how much of a loving family that they come from, that everybody has that clown in their family, that introvert but sweetheart in that family, that bubbly loving personality in that family, a strong-willed and loving woman in that family, that stern man who's going to die about his family and die about his respect in that family. Everybody has someone like that in their family, in every culture. But because we're black, we don't have the right or that we don't deserve to protect those we love. We have to be in the mindset that we were once slaves. We are to walk around with our head down and our mouth shut without a motherfucking opinion. And that's bullshit. We all have this thought process of what ifs within the black community. That if something happens to our family, what the fuck can we do about it? Because we know the justice system will fail us. We'll be hashtags. Our names can be spread worldwide, but what the fuck can that do? Hashtags and protests won't bring our people back. You see the names flash up on the screen, and the only thing you could do is look because you can't really do shit. I'm scared because I'm helpless, and I hate feeling helpless. Once again, how are we supposed to rest in peace when we have none? 
rest in power, but live powerless. When will we decide that we're done with saying rest in power? And when will we decide to scream, fuck peace? Thanks for socializing with Sun A. <laughs> um, oh man, I messed up my little outro, but thanks for socializing with Sune. You guys can follow me on Instagram at socializing with Sune. And I hope you liked it. Thanks. Bye.